I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 65 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get on over there and hit that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, it's been a while since my last podcast. Summertime is a busy time with four kids home from school. My second son, Logan, just celebrated his 11th birthday a few weeks ago. And my little princess turned four only a couple of days ago. So it has been a very busy time here for me and my family. But right after Labor Day, I can assure you I will be back to publishing new content Mondays through Fridays. The week leading up to 9-11 will be particularly off the charts. I have some incredible guests lined up to bring you guys, including some of our finest military warriors and first-class fathers. I got some Army cats, Sean Parnell and Pete Hegseth. And I got some more former Navy SEALs to bring you, including Brent Gleason and Remy Adelake. I will also be joined by Gold Star parents, first-class parents, Karen and Billy Vaughn, whose Navy SEAL Team 6 son Aaron Vaughn was killed in a Chinook helicopter crash back in 2011, known as Extortion 17. So I will be humbled and honored to share a few minutes with them here on the podcast. So please, lock it into First Class Fatherhood. There are many great things happening here. And there's also some guests I cannot mention just yet, so stay tuned for that. Okay, turning my attention now to today's episode. Tomorrow, as you may know, is the NFL Hall of Fame inductions, and I was very fortunate to share a few minutes with first-class father and legendary place kicker Morton Anderson, a Hall of Famer himself. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up in just a couple of minutes here. Also, coming up in about a week or so, I will be joined by another Hall of Famer known as Primetime. Dion Sanders will be joining me. So please, lock it in, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends and any fathers that you may know. Fatherhood rocks, and every day is Father's Day right here on First Class Fatherhood. So let me hit you with a quick spot, and I'll be right back with my interview with Hall of Famer Morton Anderson. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a first-class father who has appeared in 382 NFL games. He has successfully kicked 565 field goals. One time, he made three 50-yard-plus field goals in a single game. I am very honored to have a few minutes with Hall of Fame place-kicking legend Morton Anderson. Morton, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Nice to be with you. Okay, let's kick things off here, shall we? How many kids do you have, and how old are they? I got two boys, uh, eight and 14, Sebastian's 18. Uh, so we got uh, one getting ready to go to college uh, at Michigan State, and Aiden is getting ready to go into eighth grade and very busy in sports, both of the kids, and doing, doing great. All right. Do you coach the boys in their sports, or do you watch from the sidelines? I coached them when they were younger, and 
but I also firmly believe that other input is important, that as a parent you can get too close and too involved, that other adult uh, supervision and, and input is important and interaction, hopefully hearing the same message but from a different uh, perspective and a different angle is, I think is real healthy and gives gives them perspective and reinforces what we, you know, my wife and I teach them at, at home. Hopefully when they go out and they, they see a coach, they hear a coach that basically has the same message but might communicate it in a different way becomes a very powerful impact. You know, hopefully the impact it sticks, sticks with them. Great point. All right, it's definitely a difficult decision facing fathers today. How do you feel about young kids playing contact sports, football in particular? Um, yeah, that, that's, you know, my, my Sebastian, who was 18, was uh, involved in football as a linebacker. He had two concussions, and we decided we were going to, we pulled him. So now he's playing golf and uh, basketball and, uh, and other sports. And my youngest playing soccer. He's a goalie. And, and there's certainly risks involved. I, I'm not discouraging people from getting their kids involved in sports at all. But for us, um, the decision was pretty easy once we saw that, you know, the concussions and so forth. And he failed a concussion protocol test. So didn't think it was worth the risk. We, we didn't feel, and he didn't feel that he was going next level. You know, wasn't quite big enough, and uh, had he had an opportunity and had the maybe the, you know, the the chance to go next level, we would have thought differently about it. But really, uh, I'm kind of glad he got got away from from that. What were some of the challenges of being a high level NFL player and becoming a father? What were some of the difficulties of that? Well, I had I got married very late. You know, I was 37, and we didn't have kids until 30. I was 39. My wife's 34, so it was at the tail end of my. Well, I did play another eight years, so I guess the the biggest challenge was trying trying to find enough time in the day to to feel like you're contributing uh, in in fatherhood and and to be present because of the demands of of pro football. You know the time constraints and uh, the the intensity of 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 that arena uh, requires that you you've gone a lot uh, long hours and that you're mentally really focused on what what you got to do there. So I think finding a balance um, and also managing that off season um, to really spend quality time with your family was probably the most difficult. But I, I thought we we got through it pretty well. How did becoming a father affect the teams or the cities that you decided to play for? Or did you have a home base or did you pick up and move from city to city? We had a home base in Atlanta. We moved to New York when I was with the Giants in Kansas City. We bought a house there for a couple of years. The kids were quite young, so it's pretty easy when they're young to just, uh, because they don't have established friends necessarily that they're going to remember. You know, it, it's, it, it was easy to move them. And um, by the time I was done in, in 2007, we were back in Atlanta for the last couple of years. So we had our home base here and they worked out really well. But, you know, uh, moving around for three, four years really didn't present a huge issue for us. I mean, the, the biggest challenge was when I was in Minnesota, I think, in 2004. And my wife, we had a newborn and a four-year-old. And my wife was pretty much, I was commuting back and forth 
between Kansas City and Minneapolis. That was a little challenging, and my wife was there with the two the two boys by herself while I was you know working in Minneapolis. That wasn't ideal, but we made it. We managed. Did the boys have a chance to come and see you play, or did you kind of keep them away from the scene? What what was their experience like as sons of an NFL great? Yeah, I took them to games and also uh, on the field, into the locker rooms, uh, you know, after the games. And I think Sebastian remembers more than Aiden. Aiden was too young uh, to remember any of it. But both kids had an opportunity to be in that environment. Whether they, how much they remember of it, I'm not sure. But I try to include them as much as I could. All right, another tough topic facing many dads today, and myself included, is social media. How have you kind of handled social media with your boys? Well, I've, you know, I grew up in an era without cell phones, without internet, without the World Wide Web, without social media. So I'm probably not the best to ask it because if it was up to me, I would probably say just ignore it and don't be on it. But (laughs) I know that uh, there's a lot of positives that can come from, from interaction on those platforms and getting messages out we just we encourage our boys to be careful tweeters um and to be careful with whom they interact on social on those platforms and to be vigilant and responsible and understand that when you do put something out there it's it's gone it's and can't just take it back somebody can you know document it and uh, there is a trail so you have to just really stand by what you, you, you're putting out there and have quality and not quantity necessarily. So, um, But I would say the one word, just to be vigilant about it and, and be smart about it. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, great advice right there. Uh, what could you tell my listeners about your foundation, the Morton Anderson Foundation? Yeah, Jennifer and I, my wife and I started that uh, back in 08 when I retired, and we just felt that so much had been given to us, and we had always felt strongly about supporting uh, certain causes, especially quality life programs for children and youth. And so we're, we support our boys and girls clubs here in Atlanta, and, and other charitable endeavors involve uh, youth-related activities, um, scholarships, prevention of obesity in many, many areas, and also our, our special ops soldiers and their families, we support them, and we have different events, golf tournaments, wine tastings, and different programs that we we uh, try to run and raise money. Well, fundraising is what we do, and then we give the money away, so it's been enjoyable. It's a lot of work, but uh, it's also given us a huge uh, network and platform, I think, to you know, to try to affect change on a local level. And, uh, you know, much much is given to us, so I think much is expected. And we try to – the motto of the foundation is what you give will grow and what you keep will perish. And we try to live by that. And um, hopefully in a small way we can make a, a difference and, and hopefully inspire others to, to do the same. Well said. All right, please tell my audience uh, where they can go and find more information about the foundation or even donate. Yeah, they can just go to mortonanderson.com, www.mortonanderson.com, click on the tab that says Foundation, and you get all the information there. Also, this is another website, specialteamsforspecialops.com, and uh, 
that explains the more of the military arm of our uh, what, what we support uh, on our special ops guys and um, love to have support from, from from anybody out there who was so inclined and uh, we we've had a great time meeting a lot of these uh, soldiers and uh, high-end elite soldiers who've gone through so much for for our country and, and their families who've given and sacrificed so much so we uh, feel very strongly about supporting them and uh, continuing to have a strong country. All right, I would love to get your opinion on this. What is your take on the players who are protesting during the national anthem by taking a knee? My opinion is you should stand for the flag of your nation and honor the flag. And uh, this, that's not the platform to protest. Um, so I've, I feel very convicted about standing for the national anthem. Put your hand, remove your caps, put your hand on your heart and uh, honor your nation. Awesome. Yeah, I'm in 100% agreement with you on that. Uh, what type of advice could you give the new fathers that are out there listening? Uh, patience and to listen to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> listen to her needs and <clears throat> and uh, listen to your children as they grow and because they give you honest feedback. Um, just have patience with the process it, it you know sometimes can be frustrating especially in the early years because you can't really communicate with your kids um, and they can't communicate with you although they're trying <clears throat> and then just really enjoy the process and watch them grow and take that journey with them and hopefully impart wisdom that they can use and the job of a parent is to prepare your kids to be self-sufficient and independent thinkers and i think that's the greatest gift you can give as a parent is the gift of the wisdom and levity and, and um, you know, give them those tools, uh, common sense tools that they can take with them when they leave the house. And so that they, um, of course, they're going to make mistakes. We all do, but that they learn from them and they have enough uh, in their arsenal to go out and be productive, happy passionate human beings in society. All right. Hall of Fame NFL career in the books. What's next for Morton Anderson? Uh, what's driving you right now? Yeah, so besides the Family Foundation and the work we do there, I have a, a golf event business and uh, just returned from a trip to Europe with 16 U.S. guys uh, in Ireland and France. And so I feel very great about connecting business executives who have a common love of uh, the game of golf in an exclusive setting. And so we're, we've been doing that. I have a partner in Europe, so we're growing that business. My uh, speaking business is also growing and uh, so staying quite busy on, on that side with my company, Morton Anderson Global. And um, again, the website is where you can go to, to if anybody wants to hire me for a keynote speaking or any, uh, any stuff, they can go there as well. I can see some work I've done in the in the past, but uh, just staying busy, filling my life with 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 activities, uh, playing mixed doubles with my wife, and uh, really enjoying tennis and uh, trying to stay healthy and happy and passionate about my life. All right, listen. If an NFL team was in a spot right now and threw up the bat signal, in a sense, would you be able to trot out there right now and nail a fifty yarder? I probably would not. No, I, I would. I would. I would have to uh, humbly decline and say my work's done. And <laughs> lots of young, a lot of a lot of young guys out there who who are, are ripe for that experience. And 
I had mine, and uh, I would applaud uh, somebody else taking taking that challenge. There, do you mentor or counsel any of the young kickers out there, or work with any of the aspiring kickers? Or are you kind of away from the game entirely? I have uh, more management boot camps, one-on-one uh, experiences from kids who are serious about their craft and who want to go to the next level. And they can go through the website again on that. And um, yeah, so. Um, I have, you know, anywhere from the, the youngest I've had is 10 years old, and I was, that was young, but mostly they're high school, college, and I have a few pro-level guys that I uh, do some consultation for, so it's been, it's been a very fun. All right. You got anything else you want to add there? No, I'm, no, I'm good to go, buddy. All right. Hall of Fame kicker, Morton Anderson, first-class father. Thank you very much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. No problem, Alec. All right, we'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I just want to say one more time a sincere thank you to Morton Anderson for giving me a few minutes of his time. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as I did. Uh, Please keep it locked in here to First Class Fatherhood. Some really exciting guests coming your way, including Deion Sanders. And also best-selling author Brad Meltzer will be joining me here soon on the podcast. So please... Uh, exciting things are happening. I want to say thank you to all my listeners that are out there that are continuing to shower me with support, helping me out, especially on Twitter. You guys have been fantastic retweeting and liking my tweets and uh, hitting me with your comments and your feedback. And I encourage you to continue to doing so. Uh, my message uh, board there is always open on Twitter. Anybody is free to uh, comment or leave a suggestion. And please tell me what you thought about today's episode. It all uh, helps me bring you the best podcast possible. All right, so lock it in here. I want to say thank you to everybody for listening today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, you may not get to always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. (laughs) 